Uh, welcome to the next episode of Bigfoot Society. We're going to have a few cool things in this episode. We have another interview, this time with my almost four-year-old son, Hazen. So look up, uh, look forward to that coming up in a few minutes. Also, we're going to have a few sighting reports, maybe some historical ones, and also see if I can find some news. So get ready for another action-packed episode of Bigfoot Society. Okay, we're going to do an interview with Hazen. Hazen is almost four years old. And he knows a little bit. Well, because that's why I have... The noise was made waking me mm-hmm. up. He knows a little bit about Bigfoot. So let's go through the questions, okay? Okay. So Hazen, what do you do? Bigfoot was big, and she was say, okay. she was making me waking me up. Ah, okay, got you. So you like gardening outside with mom? Yeah, because and playing with toys and looking into Bigfoot, right? Yeah, because Bigfoot was in my house because she was. Okay, so first off, we have a sighting report that Bigfoot was actually in the house today. Um, Hazen is my four-year-old son, so he's going to tell me all about Bigfoot. This is going to be a fun interview. So, when did you first hear about Bigfoot? Do you remember the first time? She was stomping. Okay, when was the first time you heard about Bigfoot as a little kid? She was... She does have, she does have a big head. Okay, so you've seen Bigfoot your whole life, huh? Yeah, cause okay, she's a monster. Have you ever seen Bigfoot besides in the house? Yes, she was hiding in. A, she was hiding in. A, she was hiding in Mama's chair because. She was hiding. Okay, so we have a second report that Bigfoot has also been seen sitting in one of our chairs inside the house. So this is getting pretty important. What is your favorite <clears throat> Bigfoot-related story? What's your favorite Bigfoot story? Bigfoot was too sad. So you have a story about sad Bigfoot? Why was Bigfoot sad? She was friendly. She was lonely? No, she was Friendly. She's friendly. Okay. So friendly, sad Bigfoot. One. Then what did she do? She was. She was. Happy. Oh, then she was happy. That's good. That's a good story. What a What is your favorite movie to watch that has Bigfoot in it? Hmm. Is it? Harry into Henderson's. Remember watching that one? Dad, you left the door open. I did leave the door open. That's okay. <laughs> what? Do, how about this? I have another question for you. You're doing good, buddy. What do you say if someone doesn't believe in Bigfoot? Bigfoot was in my room and she was hiding. Oh, so you would say, I have seen Bigfoot. Yeah. Okay. Bigfoot. Bigfoot was 
scared. Oh, did you give it give Bigfoot a hug? Yeah. Okay. What is the most amazing thing that's happened to your life? So, what's the coolest Bigfoot story that you've had happen to you so far? I had caught in a plant because. I caught in a giant plane because the giant plane touched my foot and Bigfoot splashed, Bigfoot splashed our plant. Oh, no. Bigfoot messed with our plants? Yeah. Okay. That's all right. What would you say to other kids that are wanting to look for Bigfoot, too? What would you say to them? Bigfoot left the door open because Bigfoot was friendly and it. I found those. I found some toys under that couch because the toys weren't under there. Oh, would you say it's important to read books and to go on adventures to see if you can find Bigfoot? Yeah. I think that's important, definitely. Bigfoot wasn't frightening darts, and the big bright ones, the yeah. scary ones. Yeah. Scary, deep, dark woods. Oh, okay. The deep, dark woods scared Bigfoot. Oh, I think he's gonna be okay though. Yeah, cause a monster tree. The Bigfoot smashed that tree. Bigfoot does smash trees sometimes. You're right. Sometimes he snaps trees in half and makes you know makes them look a certain way to send messages. That's very correct. So we have. Bigfoot was hiding in the kitchen. Hmm. That's that's the story, isn't it? Can you say bye to everyone? Bye, everyone. Okay, that's the end of the interview with Hazen. Give me a high five. Good job. So I want to take a few minutes out uh, just to share something with you. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. So let me explain. It's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. And Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and a lot more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. And it's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. So just download the app and make a podcast today. It's that easy. All right, back to the action. Okay, so another great thing about Anchor Podcasts, uh, I guess plug for Anchor Podcasts, you know, check them out, is if you use the app, you can see analytics on your podcast. It's pretty cool. So I figured I need to start looking into where people are listening from. And what I'm going to do is use these areas to kind of share some reports that I'm just going to look up on the BFRO website. Um or the Bigfoot Field Researchers Organization. So if you go on top of the list, the great state of Texas leads the pack by far. And if we drill down into Texas, 
Uh, no pun intended, of course. But uh, if we look into Texas, um, the highest listening area is Cedar Park, Texas. About 25% of Texas um, listening comes from Cedar Park, which uh, looking at Google Maps is just outside of Austin, Texas. Pretty cool area from what I hear. So, uh, did a little research. Cedar Park is in Travis County, Texas. And so I used that information to look into the BFRO uh, website and see if we can find a cool report. So, let's dig into the archives a little bit here and see what we can find. So, in Travis County, we have one report. Uh, this is submitted... On Saturday, April 24th, 2004, uh, the year is 1980, season summer, it happened September 10th near the Peter Nales River, and listeners, you can tell me how terrible the pronunciation was for that. In fact, you can send me a voice message and let me know what the actual pronunciation is, because I'm sure that's wrong. So, <clears throat> happened in the area of Spicewood. Spicewood is about an hour away from Cedar Park, which is my highest listening area right now. Uh, let's see. So, here's the story. My friend and I were out on Old Ferry Road near Paleface Park. My buddy, who is still my best friend, saw something big and hairy trotting upright on two legs, crossing the road ahead of us. We were parked on the side of the road. He instantly locked both doors. I saw the object from behind moving through the brush. The object was about four, 75 yards ahead of us at dusk. This scared us so bad that we went straight home. We talked to a Travis County Sheriff several days later, and he reported seeing a bear. What we saw was not a bear, as it was trotting on two legs. It's between six and seven feet tall and brownish in color. Are the witnesses, just my friend and I, uh, other facts to include? Not sure of any. We don't discuss this much due to people not believing us. We did not hear or smell anything due to the fact we were in the car, but it sure scared the daylights out of us. We often fish that river at night, and I've heard lots of unexplained howls and screams that would make the hair stand up on the back of your neck. That I uh, that fact right there is very important. In the same area, they've heard unexplained howls and screams that you just uh, you know are just not right. Uh, this happened about 8.30 p.m., clear and warm conditions. And the area was all cliffs and woods. There are no houses in the area, but there are some large goat and cattle ranches. Um, I think that's important, too, because things like that are going to be attracting these, you know, Bigfoots to that area because it's kind of like a Easy meal here. Okay, so here's a follow-up investigation report. I talked at length with the witness. He stated he was 17 at the time of the sighting. He had a vast experience with the outdoors in the area. He was a trapper for predator hides. He stated that many of his large traps for cougars had the bait cage torn apart, but no predator was caught in the large trap. So something big went after those traps. That's a very important fact. The sighting, he and his friends friend we're going to shoot tar target practice at a deserted area on old ferry road near paleface park this is near the peggy ranch they're in the vehicle getting their guns ready when his friend reached across and locked both doors he stated look at that 
He looked up and 75 to 100 yards away was a brown hairy creature with his backside to the men trotting away upright. I asked how fast and he stated briskly. I asked for the witness's height to get a reference to the creature's size. He's about six feet tall. He stated the creature was easily six to eight feet tall. He stated they were scared. I asked, what about it made you scared? He replied, not knowing what it was and the size. That's a good point. I'd be kind of freaked out about something that big too. After they left, they talked with his friend's grandfather and he wanted to go right back. The grandfather had experienced trekking animals. They were too afraid at the time and returned several days later and looked for tracks. None found, which is too bad. They did talk with the sheriff and he had seen a bear prior. The witness was very convinced this was no bear by the size and upright trotting. I asked about the area today. He stated he could take me to the location. The area, after 23 years, had has built up with housing considerably. For this reason, I did not visit the area. Tried to talk with the friend several times. He's always working or too busy to give an interview. This I do believe because he's a contractor. Um, so very interesting. And you see that a lot, you know, with a lot of the interviews that are going on with the podcast that I listen to, Into the Fray, Sasquatch Chronicles, etc., these reports are going out, but as, you know, as we build up areas, these uh, habitats are becoming, you know, paved over concrete jungles, um, which is too bad, you know, that is not cool. Uh, in fact, if you, here's another plug for uh, On the Trail of Bigfoot by Seth Breedlove and Small Town Monsters, great documentary, but uh, the episode about Area X I love because it talks about conservation so much. And that area in Oklahoma of Area X, it's almost surrounded. And it's the last, one of the last parts where these, you know, Sasquatch are hanging out at. And if you care about saving the environment or saving nature at all, that's a really good episode to watch just for the conservation fact. So definitely check it out. It's on uh, Amazon Prime, probably on iTunes, stuff like that. One minute. Another report to share with you. This one, a little bit more recent, uh, happened in the second weekend of September of 2018. Nearest town is uh, Everson, Washington. So this is north of Seattle uh, in the county uh, Whatcom County. Um, county is just uh, south of Vancouver, I believe. Uh, here's the observation. My father and I went for a drive up Sumas Mountain like we've done many times before when we decided to stop at this clear cut overlooking the valley. It was about 9 p.m. in the evening and we were scanning the clear cut with our flashlights when we first saw the eye shine in the distance, approximately 200 yards, we saw three pairs of eye shining at different heights, thinking at first we were seeing a mother bear and cubs, but after shining our flashlights in their direction, the larger creature charged up the hill along the tree line, grunting and hollering, then stopped and waited for the other two. That's when we got our flashlights on it, and it was large and brown. Then the larger one turned into the woods, heading towards us breaking down branches and saplings and it just stopped and everything went silent yeah that would be something else as my dad and i sat there the other two sat on the edge of the tree line just watching us they walked around a bit but every time we made a noise they would stop what they were doing and just watched us 
Their eye shine was an orangish glow. It almost seemed as if one was small because you could see its head pop up behind stumps and logs. This went on for three hours. Cannot imagine being in a situation where you're just watching a family of Bigfoot for three hours. That would be phenomenal. At about midnight, a larger creature came out from behind the tree line. We got our flashlights on it. That's when my dad and I saw this creature step over a log and proceed to walk down a hill on two legs. And that's when the other two followed it. I hollered at it and you could see it turn and look at us and you can see the head bob just like when a person is walking down the hill. You should also know that there are no brown bears on Sumas Mountain. Very cool. Uh, they've also, in the same area, heard a uh, whooping noise, which is a good indicator that something's in the area. That is just a very, very cool story. Um, if you want to read more about that uh, report that happened in September 2018, that's report 62354 uh, on the uh, on BFRO.net. It's a class A sighting. <clears throat> Pretty cool stuff. If you guys have your own reports, I uh, would love to hear them here as well at Bigfoot Society. Uh, of course, you want to submit them to the BFRO uh, website as well because that is kind of like the main area that we want to have everything located at. But uh, we would also love it if you would have, if we'd have the honor of uh, giving us, you know, an email, bigfootsociety at gmail.com. You can send a voice message using the Anchor podcast. Um, maybe we could do an interview. You could also, uh, if you're on the Instagram page, which, you know, at Bigfoot Society on Instagram is growing more and more every day. We're about between 1,700 to 1,800 members, followers on the uh, Instagram page. And um, you can send us a DM there, whatever is more comfortable for you, whatever is more your thing. And um, just love to get your story out to the world. So... Or if you just want to share it to us and, um, you know, have it be private, that is okay, too. We respect your anonymity. So feel free to contact us. And uh, that's going to be it for the uh, episode of Bigfoot Society today. Uh, remember, Cliff and Bobo should be getting their next episode of Bigfoot and Beyond with Cliff and Bobo uh, out it usually comes out right after midnight tonight, so we are pumped to hear the next episode of that. And uh, you guys have a great Memorial Day weekend. Everyone who has served or is serving, thank you for your service. Uh, and as always, uh, follow us uh, at Bigfoot Society if you want to be in the great community that has to do with Bigfoot and Sasquatch. Um, and... Like and subscribe to this podcast. Please leave us an honest review. Uh, if you like the podcast, please give us a five-star review and why you liked it. <laughs> uh, right now, our podcast has kind of gotten a little... Uh, it's got a low rating on iTunes, but you know we'll get it back up. So if you like our Bigfoot Society podcast at all, please... 
subscribe and give us a five-star review with your thoughts or your honest review. That's fine too, you know, either way. But uh, we do definitely appreciate those great reviews. So we'll talk to you next week, guys. Have a great Memorial Day weekend and keep on squatching. Before we go, I'd like to spend a few minutes to talk to you about my friend Pat Flynn and his course, Power Up Podcasting. We've all got a story to tell, and what better time than now to start your own podcast? Now, you can start that with Anchor, which is a great tool, but if you want to go to the next level and learn all about podcasting, you should really look into the course, Power Up Podcasting. Now, I'll let you know it is an investment. It's about 7 $199, but you're buying it forever. And there's a Facebook group that you join that has great, great knowledge. You'll learn from it. Um, also, I do get 30% of every purchase of this course. So not only are you learning all about how to make your own podcast and share what you love, but you're also supporting Bigfoot Society, the very, very hefty amount as you can uh, do with some math there. So if you want to support Bigfoot Society, which you love if you're listening to this, then go ahead, click on the link that you'll see in the description for this uh, podcast and, uh, We'll see you in the next episode. Have a great night.